Oh yes, you know what time it is. It's time for another episode of the 3-in-1 Podcast. Joining us from Columbus, Ohio, by way of Cincinnati, but he still roots for the home team. Give it up for Keith Turner Jr. What's up, everybody? What's going on? Hey, my Bengals lose again, but it's okay because we are tanking. We need some draft picks. We need some collateral. It's all good. Hope <laughs> you guys are well. And here in Columbus as well, by way of several other places. Several. They call him the Black John Saunders. Give it up oh, for Malcolm. Gosh, here we go. Morgan. Oh my God. <laughs> That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's a two in one special. Again, two weeks in a row, but this time we have changed and traded Ian for Keith, who is back on the show. Keith, how you doing? Am I a first round draft pick? Is, is that what we traded for? I'm just playing. <laughs> oh, wow. See, you try to get some trouble. That's what you try, you try to get I'm some just trouble. playing. Oh, man. Uh, it's been a busy last few uh, weeks. Um, I missed being with you all last week. Uh, as soon as I seen news uh, that Russell uh, was traded, I ran up the stairs uh, to get the news to Malcolm, and I was, you know, wishing I was on the pod, but, you know, other duties called. It's all good, though. Uh, it's good to be back this week. We'll give you a chance to give your Russell Westbrook take later in the oh, show. Boy. Oh, boy. Don't worry. We we, saved, oh, we saved a hot take for you. Oh, Russell. Um, so, yeah, we're going to try to hold it down with our brother Ian, um, especially after, you know, a big win by his Browns last week. He didn't yeah. get a chance to get on here and... And, uh, gloat some more, and gloat I guess. some more. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, hey, I mean, he did it on Sunday. You know, for those yes. who are not list or not following us on Facebook, be on our Facebook page. We go live every Sunday to talk some NFL action. Sunday night, seven thirty, NFL post game live. Yes, it's yeah. a good time. We spend a lot of time digging into the game so that we could talk <clears throat> on the podcast about more things and not just spend forty minutes talking about the NFL. And yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, 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 we could talk forty minutes about we it. We could, sure. we could, but then the podcast would be like two hours long. Oh, yeah, touche. Um, so touché. speaking of NFL, let's start. Mm-hmm. Let's start there. Mm-hmm. Let's start with the upset. Yes, Washington Redskins taking down the Pittsburgh Steelers. It was great. Um, I, as you guys can probably imagine, Keith is very happy. Yes, as a Bengals fan and Pittsburgh Steelers hater, I think we can safely say. Uh, you know, that word "hater" is such a strong word uh, because I like Mike Tomlin and I like some of the players that they have, uh, but it's it's the Steelers, and I just. Their fans are just disgusting, and <laughs> I just don't like them. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, God, I don't like Pittsburgh Steelers fans. And, you know, I, I found out, Malcolm, the reason why there's so many Steelers fans everywhere. Apparently, there's a plant in Pittsburgh mm. uh, that got shut down and moved people all yep. over the mm-hmm. world. And so, I mean, sometimes I see more Steelers fans in Cincinnati than I do Bengals fans. Yep. Like, it's problematic for me. Yeah. So, you know, they're just everywhere. And yeah, we're not that far you know, for Pittsburgh. Either. Yeah. So no, there's people sure. that, you know, work in Philadelphia and probably work in Ohio or live in Pennsylvania, work in Ohio and vice versa. And yeah. people that moved. So you got all that kind of stuff, but it's, they, I will say after they won the, the Super Bowl, I saw a lot more jerseys for people that I didn't see. Gosh. And all of a sudden, a lot of people became Steelers fans. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about this game. Washington Redskins, 23, 17 over the Steelers. Yep. Um, we talked about this game on our live show, which you guys, Check it out, NFL Post Game Live Sunday, seven thirty PM. And we talked Shame about plug. at least I talked about how the the schedule may make this a really big trap game for for yep. the Steelers, and yep. that they would need to really come in focused. And um, 
you know, give credit to Washington. They yeah. they they won this game. It didn't. It wasn't a fluke. It was not. Um, so, what did you see from this game? Oh man, are there any holes in these Steelers now that we can kind of poke in and say, okay, uh, yeah, I mean, they can't run the football. You know, I think that's the biggest piece. They you also know? didn't have James Conner. They did not have James Conner. This is true, uh, but I don't even think he would have made a difference in this game. I think Washington's defense is severely underrated. I think people are really seeing. Even though they, you know, do not have a good record, their quarterback quarterback play has not been very good. But Ron Rivera is building something in Washington. He's got a solid defense. Um, He's got, you know, some playmakers. You know, he's got a good young running back in Antonio Gibson, who unfortunately had an injury this past uh, week against Pittsburgh. But they have a squad. They are a very solid quarterback away from being a contender. And they're always a contender in the terrible division that they're in currently. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I think uh, Washington has some promise. You know, if they can get their hands on a Justin Fields or, a, you know, Trey Lance or, you know, I'm not sure. But if they can get their hands on a solid quarterback, I think they will be a force to be reckoned with uh, in the NFC. So, but yeah, for Pittsburgh, honestly, it was drop passes one, and then a lack of run game two. So it was a, a joy to see, honestly, a joy to see. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you look at the stats; they're pretty much even. Yeah, um, yardage, time of position, everything. Yep. Pittsburgh did have the one turnover, mm-hmm. um, but you got to hand it to this this Redskins team, and they're building it in in kind of the image of their coach Ron Rivera, yeah. known as a defensive guy. Yep. Built some of those really good. Um, those good Chicago defenses. Carolina with, defenses. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, you got guys like Chase Young, Montez Sweat, who's yep. really developing there. Um, John Bostic. John is, Bostic. is an assassin in more ways he than one. He is a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it really made it tough on him. But I think the, the absence of James Conner was definitely felt in this game. Benny Snell is a good kind of change of pace back. Yeah. But especially in those short yard situations, you want the bigger guy like James Conner. And, um, they definitely missed that, and they just, you know, they got off to a pretty good start, and then Washington just kind of kicked it up a notch, and the and the and the Steelers' offense really kind of got bogged down. Yep. Um. And so that I think this is something teams are going to look at this tape, especially going into the playoffs, mm-hmm. and saying, okay, this is the formula for how we can beat them. Yep. Um. Twenty-one yards rushing. That's yeah. what they ended with. Yeah. And they Ben had to throw the ball fifty-three times. Yeah. It's just and they had a lot of drops. I don't know how many drops. A they whole had, lot of drops. But there were a lot Beyonce of drops. Beyonce Johnson had a couple drops. I think Juju, Juju. dropped. Yep. Mm-hmm. Juju dropped one. Um, and those are things in tight games. Chasey, I mean Eric Ebron, he yeah. had at least two. Yeah. At least two. So when you have that that happening in the in a team that's you know, Washington has played them really tough. You can't have those in those in those close games. Nope. Um so shout out to Washington. And like yes. you said, I think I think if they can get a solid quarterback, and I think they need one more good playmaker. Oh yeah, receiver. a receiver, absolutely. Because McLaurin is a two to me. Mm-hmm. I think he's like the the rap the Robin to a Batman, yeah. and they need their Batman. Uh, I kind of think about like when the Colts had Marvin Harrison and Isaac Bruce. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Marvin Reggie Harrison, Wayne. Uh, Reggie Wayne. Thank mm-hmm. you. I was thinking about the Rams and Wes uh, Walker too at one time. I mean, those was it Wes Walker? I don't think they had Wes Walker. Maybe they had Dallas Clark the tight end. Dallas Clark was the Colts tight end. Mm-hmm. That is correct. Um, so that was dangerous because mm-hmm. you have two really solid weapons and then a good tight end. They have the tight end. Yeah. They have the number two guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Sims dropped a couple passes that I, I wasn't huge on him, honestly, but uh, they get a, they get a number one, a really solid number one. Like I'm thinking like the way Justin Jefferson is playing for Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, they would be, 
Man. I mean, and this this draft class is going to have some really good wide receivers. It's going to have some really Between good Olave, receivers. You got um, both of the wide receivers from LSU, Terrence Marshall and Marshall, Jamar yep. Chase, who sat out this year. Yep. Um, this is a good— now, The Alabama receivers yeah. are probably coming out. Devontae Smith, yeah. And then we learn about guys that are like—what's uh, the guy from Oklahoma State? Uh, he's oh, really uh, good, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tyden Wallace. Wallace and Fryfogle at Indiana. We're, yeah. we're starting to learn some more about him. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be loaded with receivers. So Washington needs to get their— hands on one yeah. who can uh, make a difference for them yeah so I, I in and in this weird division they're still in it to make the playoffs at oh, five and seven gosh, yeah man i think they're uh, at the top right uh giants are technically number one right now still mm. they're five and seven as well okay well um that'll probably change <laughs> so um yeah i think steelers need to get get back to playing better football but i also i give them a little bit of uh, i think the schedule was not kind to them with all of the stuff going on with the Ravens and that game getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back and then this game. Yeah. So we'll see how they bounce back. They've got some t- some some games that we will definitely be watching coming up. And I'm yes. sure we'll be talking about. But let's talk about what's going on in Philadelphia. Mm. Carson Wentz, another just horrific performance. Oh um, got replaced by Jalen Hurts in the game, and now it looks like Jalen Hurts is going to be the starter yep. this coming week against New Orleans. Oof. Um, Welcome to starting. Oh, Jalen this is going to be rough. Do you think this is permanent, or do you think we'll see Wentz starting again? <sighs> it's so tough because I mean I think you know Doug Peterson gave Carson Wentz chance after chance after yeah. chance, um, and he's just not right. And I don't know if it was an injury. I don't know if he's not right mentally, mm-hmm. um, but you can just tell he's not. He's not. He doesn't have it. Yeah. Um, so. I think this could be the end of the, you know, to the end of the year. I think they'll just ride out Hurts. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless Hurts just goes in, it's just horrific. Yeah. Um, which, you know, could happen. I don't foresee that happening. Um, I think, yeah. I mean, there's only a few games left for them four, anyways. Four right. Games. So I think this will be the Jalen Hurts show. If he's anything above average, mm-hmm. it'll be him the rest of the year. Yeah, I think, man, I... This is just a tough situation for him to be him. It they, really is. They've had a lot of a lot of bad injuries, especially on offense, where they've just been snake bitten for the last two years. Yep. Um, and then guys just in decline, like Alshon Jeffrey, who mm-hmm. even when he has come back, has not been the same. Oh God, no, he's not the same. Um, so, Talk about washed. I mean, there, there's your there's yeah. your wash button. Don't we got a wash button? Yeah. <laughs> I, I need to get one. We need to get like a some soapy sudsy sounds or something. <laughs> But yeah, ever since the really ever since their Super Bowl run, he just hasn't been the same. And no. the foot injuries and other injuries. Um, you know, Zach Ertz in and out of the lineup, running back carousel constantly. We don't know who's gonna be in the rotation. Yeah. Um so I feel for him in that regard, but the same way he, he's not he's just not there. And so No. And their offensive line is really bad yeah. too. I mean, my goodness, they're bad. Yeah. And so I think the other thing is the way that he kind of responded. To what happened, coming out and saying, "Well, there's things that are out of my control." Yeah, it was like you can't say that. Other people could say that for you, right? But when you're the quarterback, when you're the leader of the team, you got to take the onus and say, "Yeah, hey, I, I didn't play well in this game. Yep, I didn't deserve to play right now." And, and I mean, you think about like the fact. I mean, Aaron Rodgers does have one really good receiver, mm-hmm. but I mean, I remember like last year, and I think maybe even the year before, like when Devontae Adams was out, like he was throwing to no names, yeah. guys we have never heard of yep. before. Um, and he's not making excuses. He's just trying to go out there and win. And I think that's the mentality Carson yeah. Wentz has to have. Hey, regardless of who's out there, we got to figure it out. Yeah. You know, Tom Brady for a long time did not have great receivers yeah. either. So, uh, you know, hey. Great quarterbacks elevate. Yep. You got to be able to elevate. Absolutely. Have, there are situations that are out of your control, but you can't talk about it. Yeah. Let 
your, your play to the talking. I'm rooting for Jalen Hurts. Yes, I'm me not, too. I'm super optimistic because this team is still yeah, <laughs> not a good team. It's a bad situation. And man. it's a tough game for him to come into as well against New Orleans. That defense um, has been lights out. Yeah. So, you know, shout out to, to this sooner. I'll be rooting for him. But, yeah, man, this is a tough situation. I, I will say if if um, if the, if the Eagles do decide to go a different way and go away from Carson Wentz, yep. he is a prime candidate to me to be kind of like a, um, a, 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 a what's that? that man's name ryan Tannehill, mm. who looked completely mm. just out of the league that's in a, miami that's a good comparison and then went to tennessee yep. and kind of rehabilitated his image got the new contract it looks more looks like a competent quarterback absolutely um and i think he could be a prime candidate if a team believes they have the infrastructure to put around him and say yep. look or even bring him in as a backup initially and absolutely. then he develops into the starter i think absolutely. he's a prime candidate because right now he just looks broken yeah yeah and i mean I don't know. I really like Doug Peterson. I, I, mm-hmm. They have this Super Bowl run. He's an offensive-minded coach. Mm-hmm. Um, I love, you know, the the trickery and the offensive mind that he has. I just don't I don't know what it is with Carson. But, I mean, there's quite a few teams that would love to have him on their squad. And, I mean, yeah. I'm sure Philly would, even if they move on from him, mm-hmm. would still love to keep him as a backup. I mean, and then, then you talk about another best backup uh, yeah. in the yeah. NFL there. So, yeah. um, so, I mean, you talk about, you know, teams like Washington mm-hmm. – uh, Mm-hmm. Would be one as we were just mentioning. I think Jacksonville, Jacksonville, but you know, but they're going to get their guy. They're going to get their guy, right? Um, so those teams that may not get, you know, the mm-hmm. the Trevor Lawrence's and the Justin Fields or the Trey Lance's, who we still don't know. He hasn't. He's not playing this year. Mm-hmm. Um, jury's still out on him. So what Carson is, Wentz. What is Carolina's record right now? Uh, four and seven. They they've lost a lot of games that they should have won. They, they might be another. T- I mean, it's a lot. He's he's just owed a lot of money. Yeah, Bridgewater. Well, and Bridgewater's he just got a yeah. contract too. But he could be a guy if you bring in him, similar to what they did with Tannehill. Bring him in as a backup. Mm, yeah, you know. And then you have an insurance policy if yep. if Teddy gets hurt. Touche. Um, and then maybe a guy moving forward in the future if the because they look like they're kind of in that range and not really getting those top elite quarterbacks. Yep. Um, unless they're, they're definitely not. Lower. Um, they're definitely not. Yeah. So are Indiana. Indianapolis. Yeah, all the Colts. Yep. You know, if that Phillip, could be really interesting. Yeah, Philip Rivers retires. Yep. Or they do the similar thing, bring him in, let him back up. Mm-hmm. Philip Rivers gets hurt. Mm-hmm. Boom. Here you go. Here you go, Carson Wentz. Uh, it'll be interesting because yeah. I don't think he'll stay in Philly if they're not going to, you know, keep him as a starter. Well, he's got, they've got to find a partner. That's the key. Yeah. If they're going to trade him, I, I, I think they owe him too much money to just release him at this point. Um, but man, yeah. That sucks. That'll be something to monitor the rest of this year and going sure into next enough. year. But NFL playoffs, we got four weeks left Ooh, of the season. Man. Four weeks. Oh. We're getting down to the wire in these playoff positions. So right now, as it stands, uh, if you start looking at the NFL standings. Yep. Sorry, trying to get my stuff pulled up. It's all good. Um, we have only one team has clinched so far, but we got four weeks left. Then Pittsburgh so. Steelers. Them Steelers, your favorite team. Well, actually, they, no, they haven't clinched yet. No, uh, the, the Chiefs, the Chiefs, yeah, the the Chiefs, Chiefs clinched, clinched, and so did the Saints. Um, and so looking at the playoff this year is the expanded playoff. Seven teams get in. Seven. Only the top seed gets the first round by. Yep. Um, and so right now as it stands, we got Pittsburgh in the AFC, Kansas City, Buffalo, and Tennessee as the division winner, as div- division leaders. Um, and then fighting for those wild card spots are Five, six, and seven now are the Browns, Dolphins, and Colts. Yep. With the Raiders, Ravens, 
And then and the, even New England. New England is hanging out there. I don't know. But I didn't think they would even win six games this year, honestly. Really? I did not. Huh. So, I mean, I think they are overachieving. Yeah, I, I think Bill Belichick was worth, you know, X amount of wins. And Cam. Yeah, I gave him like five. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. gave him like five. You know, the fact that they've won six and they're still technically in it. But their is schedule crazy. is brutal. Oh yeah, they're they're not going to get it. They in. got Rams, Dolphins, Bills, and then with the Jets. But yep. I don't know if they. I don't know if they win two of those. They they may go zero and four. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they may. Um, so in the AFC, looking at the standings as they are now. Yep. Who do you think is 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 in? Let's focus on on the wild card. Yep. Um, what teams do you think are in? <sighs> Mm, I think the Browns are in. Mm-hmm. I think so too. Um, I, I really think they're they're hitting a stride right now. And I mean, well, now they do have the Ravens. That's going to be a big game. Yeah. But then they have the Giants and the Jets. Mm-hmm. So those are those are two winnable games. And then they they finish with the Steelers, which we don't know what Steeler team is going to be out there in that last week. Yeah. You know, because they, they, you know, it's they like, really hey, if they, if it's already clinched for them to have the the you know the buy, then. Uh, then yeah, we may we may get. I think the Browns will definitely um, get one of those wild card spots. Um, I, I want to say the Titans. I really do. They just have been so inconsistent. But they have the Jaguars, the Lions, and the Texans as three of their four. Mm-hmm. So I like the Titans to get in. And then the all important last one. Ooh, the Dolphins have the Chiefs, the Patriots, the Raiders. I'm going to go with the Raiders. Okay. I think if they, if with a caveat, if Josh Jacobs is able to at least play two of their last four, Mm -hmm. because they have the Colts, then they have the Chargers. Chargers will be a winnable game. They have the Broncos, which is a winnable game, but then they have the Colts and the Dolphins and those games will be tough because both are contenders. Yeah. So they need to have Josh Jacobs healthy and going. And then I'll, I'll take, I'll take Oakland who, you know, honestly is only in this because of a miracle that just happened this past week. So looking at the, I, I, didn't really pay attention that the Colts and and Titans are tied. Yeah, so either one of them could win the division. Look Correct. at the Colts schedule or at the Titans schedule. They have the Jags coming up this week, then Detroit, um, a, a tough game against Green Bay, and yes. then the Texans to end the year. Yeah. Um. So I kind of for those last, I I think that the I think the Browns are in. Yep. Um. Pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Um. And then I also believe that. Um, um, who's the other? And then Miami, I think, has a really good shot. Mm. Um, so I kind of mm. left them off of this battle for the last spot. And sure. Obviously, it's four weeks. A lot of things can happen. Absolutely. But just looking at the standings as they are now, I would have down to the Raiders, Colts, and Ravens for yep. that last spot. Yep. My hot take is I don't think the Ravens are going to make the playoffs this mm. year. I, just, mm. I don't think they're going to make it this year. Um, they end the year with they got a big game this week against Cleveland, yep. the Jacksonville, the New York Giants. Those are, are fight- two winnable games for sure. But the Giants are fighting for a playoff spot. They are fighting. And they've been playing pretty tough. And yeah. then they end with your Bengals. They do. That's that should be a win. It should be. It should be a it win. It should be. Um Colts and Raiders play each other this week. This yes, is a big game. We'll that's talk a about huge that. Game. Yep. I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um but the Colts then play Houston, Pittsburgh, and Jacksonville. Raiders play Indianapolis Chargers. Play Indianapolis, they play the Chargers, the Dolphins, and the Broncos. Yep. And and so when you look at both of those, Malcolm, you think like 
those two teams, at least the the Raiders and the Colts, they have two very winnable games mm-hmm. on their schedule, and then two other tough games, including one against each other. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you just look at okay, who am I going to believe is going to you know really play clutch these last mm-hmm. four? You know, and Philip Rivers to me, I mean, neither I can't really say much about <laughs> Derek Carr either. Both of these quarterbacks haven't played the best under huge pressureish type of situations. Um, but I, I think I like what Oakland has built, um, a little bit more, um, than the Colts, uh, when it comes to that. So that's why I would choose Oakland. Yeah. So you mean Las Vegas? Yeah. I'm sorry. Yes. Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Raiders. I got to get that. Sorry. My prediction actually is the Raiders get that last, um, that last spot. And here's my, here's my other hot take. Uh oh. Uh oh. Colts lose next week against the Houston Texans. They play Houston played them really tough. Is it in Houston? I think so. Ooh, Ooh they played them take. really tough, and, yeah. and Watson was really, really upset after the way they lost that game. I well, think they shouldn't have lost. They shouldn't have lost. So I, I think they're going to come out, and and Watson's going to have another big game, and I think they're going to, going to uh, beat the Colts and put a big dent in their playoff hopes. Mm. Um, mm. So let's go ahead and switch gears to the NFC. Uh huh. Um, really interesting. Yeah, there's some. There's some teams that are hanging around that I, I kind of want to put a pin in, but I'll uh, I'll let them stay alive for a little bit longer. <laughs> but we got New Orleans, who has clinched. Yes. Green Bay. Um, the Rams, who are winning the division right now mm-hmm. by percentage points over Seattle. Yep. But, um, the New York Giants, who are mercifully winning the NFC East. <laughs> and then the wild card spots are right now Seattle, Tampa Bay, and Minnesota. And then Arizona at 6-6. Six and six. Um, Chicago Bears at five and seven, and then we got the Lions, 49ers, and Redskins yep. at four and seven. Yep. Um, so once again, we're gonna kind of I'm kind of not looking at the at the division races, just focusing on these wild card spaces. Yep. Um and I think um Seattle and Tampa Bay, I think, are in. I think whoever's in second place in the NFC West is gonna be in. Yep. And I think um with the New Orleans having already clinched, I think Tampa Bay is in. Barring, of course, they go zero and four over the next four weeks. Yeah, yeah. There's a chance, but uh, don't feel great about it. Um, I say Arizona is has a really good position to get that last that last spot. <sighs> um, they've got the Giants, they've got Philly, they've got San Francisco, and then they end the year with the Rams. Yeah. Um, those first three, probably four, are very winnable games. Yes, for them. they are. Um. Chicago, I looked at the actual schedule, and their schedule is really favorable until the last game. They've got Houston, Minnesota, and Jacksonville. Um, Bro. And they end with Green Bay. I think Minnesota's going to beat them. Did they're going to get in? Yes. Absolutely. Mm. I think the reason why I would take Minnesota over Chicago is because, first of all, Dalvin Cook. And secondly— I'm sorry. I was reading Chicago's schedule. Uh, but you said Minnesota? Yes. That, yeah, because Chicago has Minnesota week two. And that's what you were saying, like, that those may be potential uh-huh. winnable games. I think Minnesota's going to beat them. Have you looked at their schedule? Have you looked at Minnesota's schedule? Yeah. Min- Minnesota has winnable games. Now, they Tampa have— Tampa Bay, Chicago, New Orleans, Detroit? Two of those are winnable. Uh, the the Bears and um, the Lions are very winnable. So if they get one of those other two, they're in. Uh, which now, which which one will they get? Will yeah. be tough. Um, I, but this week, this matchup with the Bucks, watch it because the Vikings could just pull out a really tough. Is it victory. on national television? It's well, no, it's at one o'clock on Fox. The table wins. 
Because Tampa's been bad on national television. <laughs> <laughs> Touche, right? Um, I just really like what I've seen thus far. Now, we don't know what Kirk Cousins we're going to get. Trust, I don't trust it. Yeah, I don't but, trust it. I mean, when you have a solid running back like that, he opens up yeah. the offense just because of how good he is. Absolutely. And then you got guys like Justin Jefferson, already a thousand yard mm-hmm. you know, receiver in his rookie year. It's, watch the Vikings. Watch the Vikings. I mean, that, next week, that Minnesota Chicago game is going to be huge. It's going to be it's great. It's going to be huge. It is going to be I great. Don't, I don't. I don't. I just don't trust Kirk Cousins. I don't think they're going to be able to win that game against Tampa. I don't think they're going to be able to score enough. I don't think the Bears are good either. But the, so. Bears, but the Bears, they're just up and down. You don't know. The, sometimes the defense shows up. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, but we don't know what uh, what type of quarterback play you're going to get when it comes to Chicago. Absolutely. You also don't know about Minnesota. Though. Yep, this is <laughs> that's true. The problem. This is true. Um, and then New Orleans, Drew Brees still needs to come back. Yes, so he's he not. He's not going to sit out these last two no. or three weeks. He's got to get back and get back in rhythm. Um, so they're going to have to play, if, if not all their starters, they're definitely going to have to play Drew to get him back in shape and get him back in rhythm. So that They're going to have to play all their starters. Yeah, Here's why. That top spot is only one game. Yeah. So you got Green Bay and, and L.A. who still have shots at that mm-hmm. first round bye, and that's going to be critical, yeah. for, especially if you get a, a COVID case, yep. and then you have that extra, oh, man, I think their teams are going to be fighting for that spot. Um, so I think that, that New Orleans game, which is the second-to-last game of the year for Minnesota, I don't, I'm don't. i not confident that they're going to be going up against Scrubs no. to win that game. No. Um, so you have Minnesota in. I do. I do think Minnesota will get in. Um, looking at the NFC East real quick, we, yep. who do you think pulls that out? I'm going to go with Washington. Mm. Go with Washington. I really liked what I saw, and I've been liking what I've been seeing from that defense. Um, it's just Alex Smith, you know. I mean, and at the end of the day, the Giants have Daniel Jones if he's healthy. If he's healthy. And, and if they have to go with Colt McCoy. I'm we back, baby! Colt McCoy! Let's no, go! No, 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 no. <laughs> because if they have to depend on Colt McCoy without Saquon, yeah. and all, I'm definitely going. So, I'm yeah, I'm going with Washington. Yeah, the Giants' schedule is rough. They got the Cardinals, Cleveland, and Baltimore, and then the end with, with the Cowboys. Um, I don't feel good about that. Nope. At all. I mean, in Washington, has the 49ers. That's winnable. The Panthers is winnable. It's going to be tough, though, because yeah. the Panthers are still good. Mm-hmm. But then they finish with the Eagles. Three potential winnable games. And if they play the way they just did against Pittsburgh, yeah. they'll win three of those four. And the Giants will not. Man. Mm. It's only it's we still got four weeks left, so yeah, a lot can happen. A lot can injuries. Dallas COVID still cases, somehow get into co- the playoffs. Oh God, mercifully, don't let that happen. <laughs> mercifully, if we could just get this whole division out of the race, that'd be great. My and, goodness, <laughs> and get more teams. But Washington will play spoiler, and it'll be interesting to see. You know, there's something I don't like. A lot of things about the Giants. So, guys, here's a little bit about my story. Mm-hmm. Grew up in New York and New Jersey. Yep. Used to really like the Giants, and then around the time they got Eli Manning, I just I didn't like Tom Coughlin, and I just kind of backed off. The that team. whole Eli story was just whack. It was just whack. Yeah, it was just whack. I didn't like Tom Coughlin. I just didn't. There's just a lot of things I didn't like about them. So what about I, when they won the Super Bowl, huh? Though? What about I, I, that was the last time I rooted oh, for the okay. Giants right. was in the Super Bowl. That was gotcha. the last time because um, I really, really didn't like the Patriots. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh gosh! But there's something about this team. They're, you look at the roster without Saquon. I'm not a huge Daniel Jones fan, but they nope. just find little ways to do 
annoying stuff that wins them games. It's sometimes. because people underestimate them. They're yeah. like, oh, this is a win, yeah. and then they look past them, and then they get beat. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like I compare that to like Ohio State losing to Purdue or Iowa. These are teams you should beat, but because you look past them, mm-hmm. you underestimate them. And I think that's what happens when people. Oh, they're like the Giants. Oh, mm-hmm. They're they're going to giant right, and but then they, they end up beating they, them. But they're playing hard. Whatever yeah. Joe Judge is doing, we still don't know what he does well at all. <laughs> we still don't know what he coaches, but. I think he's actually developing a culture there that's gonna make that could make them competitive. They need a quarterback. They need a healthy Saquon. They do. Um, and honestly, you know, they've got some other little things around that are interesting. So anyway, they're just interesting. I like uh, Evan Ingram when he's healthy. Yeah, Evan you know? Ingram. I love Sterling. Um, Sterling Shepard. Sterling Shepard is yeah, one of my solid. favorite wide receivers. He's solid. Boomer Sooner. Um, of so <laughs> of course, here we go. So let's talk about the games to watch this week. Oh, there's so many great ones this week. I'm going to take one off the table and just have us talk about it now. Go ahead, do it. <laughs> and that is the uh, the Colts against the Raiders. Yep, this could decide that playoff race. It really could. Um, who do you like in that one? <sighs> Raiders coming off but, a tough loss. Both, Colts coming off a tough win. <laughs> both should have lost this past uh-huh. week. Let's just be honest. Um, I think. I think at the end of the day, it depends on if they're getting Josh Jacobs. Mm-hmm. If Josh Jacobs plays, I'm going to go with the Raiders. Um, if he does not, I think they're going to really that that Colt defense is going to shut down Booker and really force Derek Carr to make you know accurate throws, which he's been pretty solid this yeah. year. Um, but you know, there's, there's drives where they're just very stagnant offensively. Um, and shout outs to Darren Waller, Darren Waller single handedly won uh fantasy for brother Malcolm this week and, uh, won at least one lead for me. Um, so I think he's another key. You've got to get him the ball mm-hmm. when you've got such a great tight end like that. So, uh, you know, yeah, I would like, I like Las Vegas if Josh Jacobs goes, if he doesn't, the Colts are definitely going to win. It just all depends on which Raiders team we're going to see. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to see the one that that played the Chiefs tougher than anybody else has this year. And beat them once and almost beat them twice. Are we going to see the year that the team that came out lethargic last week and had to come back and beat the Jets? Gosh, um, I think, uh, man, I don't know who to trust. I don't know. Who <laughs> it's to trust really them. tough. Where is the game? Uh, it's at Las Vegas, which. Uh, they're both they're both indoors. Yeah, they're indoors. So you know, no whatever. Yeah. There, I might go with the Raiders just by default. They've been playing. I think they've been more consistent yes. this year than 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 the Colts have. Um, so I'll I'll go with I'll go with the Raiders. Had a boy, Malcolm. I just uh, Philip Rivers. Oh, Philip Rivers. The other game I'm re- the the uh, the Monday. I believe it's the Monday night game. Mm-hmm. The Ravens Browns. Ravens Browns. We're baby, gonna, we're gonna see. I think this is going to tell us whether or not the Ravens are going to make the playoffs, how they show up in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, if the Ravens are able to really physically dominate them, kind of, I mean, the Ravens, how they ended their game against the Cowboys, they just ran the ball down their Absolutely. throat and really broke the will of the Cowboys. They're not going to do it to the Browns. Um, and I just don't, I don't know if they could do that in this game. Nope. Um, Lamar needs to be sharper. Absolutely. They've got to be explosive. They've got to kind of, they've got to try to, to, to attack the secondary for the Browns, which hasn't really been good this year. But their uh, passing offense has been abysmal. That's the problem. Um, but I and their defense looked looked hobbled. I mean, Calais Campbell was barely getting around <laughs> yesterday. I don't even know why he was on the field. Oh boy, he was barely so. Um, and the Browns are feeling Baker's got to be feeling really good coming into this game. It's yep. a Monday night game that I know night. the Browns are going to want to send a message prime time to in everyone. Cleveland. Yeah, absolutely. So this is going to be. I think 
to me, this may decide whether or not the Ravens we whether the Ravens make the playoffs yep. because if they can't make it happen on this Monday night game, it gets in a, in a division game. Yep, I think that may tell us all we need to know about them as a team. Yeah, I mean, and I don't think they'll win. Honestly, mm-hmm. um, I think the Browns are going to force Lamar to make plays with his arm, and when you do that, yeah. Seven, eight times out of ten, he's not going to make the throw, mm-hmm. sadly. Uh, he He's a run-first, throw-second type of quarterback. Um, and that worked for them last year, you know, because he was just making superhero type of plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, but teams are now really starting to, you know, they're they're having linebackers cover those edges. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just don't – I don't trust Lamar when it comes to – and I've said this on the podcast before. I don't trust him when he has to make the throw. Yeah. Um, and – it would help if he had another really solid receiver yep. outside of, you know, Marquise Brown. Uh, I mean, he's got Mark Andrews, which is great, but he doesn't have that other, you know, Des Bryant was going to potentially be that other guy. And now he's done for the year. So possibly uh, I think he's done. Um, so poor Des anyways. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think the Browns are going to win. Yeah, I, I would say that I want to save my full prediction for. You know, you don't know if there'll be another COVID case. Uh, Touche. <laughs> Touche. But, but it, as it is now, as do you, is right you, now. You, would you have the Browns too? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think, I, as I said earlier, I just don't think the Ravens are going to make the playoffs. There's, mm. there's just something not right about that team right now. Yep. Um, and I don't think they have it. Um, so, yeah, we'll talk more NFL on Sunday. Make sure you join us Sunday night, 7.30 p.m., NFL Post Game Live on Facebook. Like us on social media at 3 and one podcast to uh, get the updates and and make sure you log in with us. We love to have conversations with the fans. And we'll, if there's a crazy game going on, we'll talk about it live on the air. You, you know what's about to be interesting, though, Malcolm? Mm-hmm. And I know you weren't going to mention it, but Andy Dalton's coming back to Cincinnati this week. Oh, revenge game? Revenge uh, game. Hot, you got a hot take? Dallas, oh, we're definitely not going to win. <laughs> we're not going to win. Believe me, our quarterback. I, we're going to play hard because yeah. we're playing against Andy Dalton. Oh. But... Uh, and, Andy's like, okay, hey, I got some weapons now. And he looked pretty good yesterday. Yeah. He, They just didn't do enough. Do you guys have fans in Cincinnati? Uh, like 6,000 or something. What so- do you think? Itch. You think they're going to cheer? Yeah, I mean, Andy Dalton left Cincinnati with people liking him. Like, yeah. I still like the guy. He's mm-hmm. a very likable guy. At the end of the day, he's just not a game-changer quarterback. Yeah. He's just a middle-of-the-road, will get you some good wins um, type of quarterback. So, you know, yeah, they'll, they'll still cheer, you mm-hmm. know, but... Yeah, but I think Dallas will definitely beat us. <laughs> <laughs> and is Brandon Allen still? He started last. Uh, probably so. Yeah. You know, we're ugh, quarterback is just abysmal for us. Yeah, Carson Wentz. You know, we'll take you, brother. <laughs> we'll take you, man. Most expensive backup in the NFL. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, never mind. We don't want you. We don't want to pay. <laughs> Mike Brown's not paying you. So, <laughs> so let's switch gears to to uh, college football. Yep. Um, the big game last week was the the impromptu Coastal Carolina BYU yes. game. Great. We game. Got a, a game between ranked teams. We didn't really know what to expect with this game getting scheduled so late in the week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Coastal Carolina had their game canceled. BYU needed a game. Um, they last played in November, and they don't play again until um, the 19th, I believe. So mm. they needed a game. Yep. And so this was a chance for them to play against a ranked team. Yep. Coastal Carolina pulled out a tight victory. Very tight. Um, pretty much ending any BYU hopes yep. for anything significant out of this they year. went to 18 <laughs> oh man um so but this game i mean great finish great finish to the game i don't know mm-hmm. if, if you saw it but um the last play byu had a chance to to win it but he got tackled great tackle at the one yep um so what do we you know real quick we won't spend a lot of time on this but what were your impressions of byu and coastal in this game uh you know i 
I was pretty impressed with Coastal. I, I think they fed off, you know, they had quite a few fans mm-hmm. there, you know. Uh, they're in the South, I guess they don't care. Um, but anyways. Um, game day was there. Yeah, game day was there. Mm-hmm. Um, BYU just looked sluggish offensively yeah. for most of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's many people would say, yeah, this is what happens when you play an even relatively good football team. Um, and this was not, you know, the cream of the crops and BYU just struggled. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we saw a lot, you know, at the end of the day, when you get pressure on a, you know, on a quarterback like that, uh, apparently he's not going to make a great throws. <laughs> so, uh, I, and I was a huge fan of him, you know, yeah. before this game and I still like watching him play, but there's definitely some deficiencies there. Yeah, I mean, Coastal, I, I fully expected BYU to come in, even if they got off to a slow start. I expected yep. them to win this game. Yeah, I same. thought Zach Wilson was good enough. I yep. thought their team was good enough. Yep. But Coastal really, they did it even without our, a passing game. Yep. 85 yards passing for the game. <laughs> um, but they were able to run the ball. Yep. Zach Wilson did not look comfortable the whole day. Nope. Um, and I think they fed off whatever energy they had in that building in the city that that weekend with mm-hmm. game day there. They were, they were going to be there anyway for the game day yeah. uh, Liberty game. But then when the game got rescheduled, they got an even bigger game to cover. So, yep. I, you know, shout out to Coastal Carolina yeah, for they showing played up really well. And both of these teams were showing up in a tough situation to have yeah. a game scheduled three days out. Yep. <laughs> um, BYU obviously was looking for somebody. Coastal Carolina, you know, had their game canceled. So. Um, shout out to Coastal for a big win. I don't think it's going to change anything for them. I don't nope. think they're not going to jump or make no. it into the playoff no, or anything no, like no, that. No, but no, no. It's, it was a fun game to watch to have in a weekend where there just weren't a whole lot of marquee games to yep. watch. Coastal Carolina, if you go undefeated, please don't be don't calling do the yourself your, your <laughs> national champions. Come on, please just don't. Like, well, you know what's going to happen next year, you know. Um, Ohio State or somebody will lose early and they'll be like, Coastal Carolina has the longest win streak uh-huh, in college football. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Um, <sighs> so shout, also shout out to BYU for taking the game. Yeah. You know? It was good. It was, it was a it was, good game. Thank God we had that because these other games were just not. We're not going to talk about any other games. Who cares? Um, let's talk about some conference title games. we got three yeah. that are already cemented. We yeah. know who the matchups are. SEC, we're going to get um Florida versus Alabama. Um, oh, me so good. We got um ACC and the Big 10 who both are they're going to be rematch games. Yep. Notre Dame, Clemson, the ACC, Oklahoma, Iowa State and the Big 12. Two of these games have huge college po- football playoff implications. Yep. Um which one of these games is the most interesting to you? Hmm. I mean, I, I got to go with Alabama and Florida. I think, mm-hmm. you know, the way Florida has been playing since I think they have one loss. Yeah, since A&M. that one. Yeah, since that one loss, um, Trask has looked great. Uh, he, has, front runner. he has the best tight end in college football. Yeah. My only concern for them will be, will they be able to get enough stops yep. on defense? And I just don't know. Yeah. Um, but. I also want to see Mac Jones under some yeah. pressure mm-hmm. um, because it, that's going to be another thing. I mean, yes, he's he's looked good thus far. Mm-hmm. He's got great he, – he has great weapons. But what about when, you know, pressure's tight? Yeah. Um, so that's the, that's the one that's definitely glaring at me, and I can't wait for that matchup. Yeah, I can't wait for that either. And then, you know, these teams have games this week. Um but they have some time to look at tape for both who they're playing, and their coaches are obviously are going to be looking ahead a little bit, too, yeah, right, <laughs> since their right. games are already clinched. So they're going to be looking. They obviously want to win this week because you don't want to, especially Florida, you don't want to go into this no. with one loss. Um, and, I mean, Florida, I mean, they cannot go in underestimating LSU. They, they have not. Cannot. They have not played well. Mm-hmm. But if you underestimate them, yeah. they will beat you. Yeah. And this game, I mean, that game could be go a big way in deciding the Heisman. 
Yep. Mac Jones and Kyle Trask are probably the two leaders at this point for the Heisman. Um, yeah, because Justin Fields hasn't played enough yeah. games. Um, so I think those two guys, there's SEC championship, college football playoff, and Heisman stuff on the, on the line. Yeah. The defense for Florida is going to be key. We'll talk about that next week as God, we get closer to that I really don't game. want Mac Jones to win the Heisman. God, <laughs> yeah, not, I don't either. Not, not an Alabama quarterback. Yeah. Oh, They're so bad normally. <laughs> Gosh, but I'm going to give a little love to the uh, to the ACC that Notre Dame Clemson game. We saw that game without Trevor Lawrence, mm-hmm. and it was a really good game. It was. Um, so now you add Trevor Lawrence back in. Clemson, you know, is going to be motivated for this. Clemson's going to destroy him. Mark they, my words. They, oh, you're. Oh. They're going to destroy Notre Dame oh. in the next game, bro. I promise you, it'll be it'll be three touchdowns. I wow, think. three touchdowns. That's what I mean because. They played him that tough with this guy who DJ just he's not Trevor Lawrence. He's at not, least not yet. At least not yet. Yeah, not yet. He's young. He missed throws that Trevor Lawrence makes, mm-hmm. and he's not going to make some of the same mistakes. Man, I, I think it's going to be a three touchdown game. Wow, you heard Watch. it here first. Hot Watch. take. Um, if it's seventeen, that still counts. Too, by the way, I'm just saying, <laughs> just throwing that out there. But I think Clemson is going to run away, and it'll be like it'll be like a ten point lead uh-huh. and a half, and I see them rolling the second. I half. honestly. I, we've been un- underrating Notre Dame all year. Yeah. And if they run the ball like they did in that first game, it's not going to be a blowout. They may not They may not win, but it's yeah. not going to be a blowout. They they ran it down Clemson's throat. They really did. And Venables is not about to let that happen again. I didn't you, think it was going to happen the first time. I didn't honest. either. But, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of circumstances, yeah. like, you know, that you have to think about. And did they have anyone else out with COVID outside of Trevor? It was, it was Trevor. just Trevor? It was just Trevor. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm sticking with my gut. I, I think and Nord, and it'll cause Notre Dame to drop out of top four. Mm-hmm. Wait, and, are they they're undefeated right now? Yep, they are. I don't know if it's that's the we gotta talk. We'll talk. Let's let's <sighs> let's move the conversation to Ohio State go. and then we'll start talking about scenarios. Yep. Um so Ohio State game against Michigan canceled. Yep. Um Michigan don't want to play us. Anyways, it's all right. <laughs> we're not gonna do that. <laughs> we're not gonna do that. I think Jim Harbaugh would love an opportunity to play another football no, he game would not. and not leave with Penn that Penn State loss being the last game people see. Oh, it'll be worse. it would be worse. Uh, I, think he, I will I will take the opportunity in a different game <laughs> than that to be the last image, especially going into contract negotiation. I I, I would love yeah, to have true. one more chance. Yeah. Um but Ohio State, they are, they have already. We already saw this coming. They yep. were going to change the rules so the house yep. they could get in. Absolutely. I don't like the favoritism, but I understand why they did it. Of course, because you're not going to get none of the other teams are going to get. I mean, into could the you imagine if if this was the ACC and uh, you know Notre Dame's not in? Like right. Clemson has to get in. It doesn't matter, right? So, so I get it. I get it. I get why it happened. I just don't the favorite. If it was any other team, everybody else would be up in arms, losing their minds. Um, or if there was another, like what would have made it interesting is if there was another team. As good as Ohio State in the East, yes, that could have got it. Like if Penn State was a normal Penn State, right, year, right, and right, they had, right. a, and they would have had a chance to make the playoff, mm-hmm. and they make this rule for Ohio State, then I think it would have been a little bit a tougher for them to make yeah. that call. But yeah. there's it's not, an easier conversation. Yeah, we don't have that. And then you know the other big thing is that they're they're um, they were able to play their last game. Yep. If they were only if they had only played four games, yep, and they would have to change the rule for. The two game difference, I yeah. think that's a completely different conversation. It's, it's a much different conversation. I agree. Um, and it'd be a harder sell for some of those teams, especially when you start looking at an Indiana team who has one loss. It's like, hey, yeah. we're here. We I played. think they still would have made the decision, though. Because yeah. again, as I tell people often, it's not just when you talk about Ohio State, it's not just how good they are. Yeah. It's the money, it's yeah. the draw, and it's the name. They're the brand. It, I mean, it's like, you know, Alabama in the SEC. Even though you have great schools like Florida and others, Alabama is still the cream of the crop in the SEC. So. But it, it's 
I think it comes down to this. They yep. didn't have another team that was going to make the playoffs. If they if Ohio State's out, if Northwestern or Indiana won, neither one of those teams is Absolutely making the not. playoffs. Absolutely not. So Big Ten's like, we want a team in the playoffs. Yep. More than we want this rule to be a yeah. and, and I get yeah. it. And yeah. from that standpoint, I get it. That's, Absolutely. That's notoriety. That's, it is. If Ohio State ends up being the team holding the trophy at the end of the year, that's a reflection on the Big Ten. So yep. I get it. So yep. let's talk about some scenarios. Um, man, oh, man. We'll talk about potentially what should be. I won't say should be because it's anything could happen this weekend. It looks like it's going to be either Northwestern or Iowa. Yep. Um, I think it'll be Northwestern. As I, I said, all too. predict all yes. year. Keith has been steadfast and unmovable in his Gosh, prediction. And they shouldn't have lost that one game. Uh, oh, my God. Anyways. Yeah, that I hope that doesn't come back to haunt them this week. <sighs> me neither. Who are they playing this week? Uh, it's a winnable game. I think it's like, uh, man, who is it? Uh, let me see. North, uh, Illinois. It's a winnable game. Yeah, it's a game. winnable game. Yep. Um, barring COVID. Uh, Touche. <laughs> Peyton Ramsey is out this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if he doesn't play, like that's that's trouble. Seriously. Um, but let's just let's just not. We'll we'll talk about the Big Ten championship game next week. But let's just assume Ohio State wins yep. as they should. Yep. Um, what is the scenario mm-hmm. in which they would not be in the playoff? If you know, judging by the other. Um, Assuming everyone wins this weekend, that's supposed to win. Yep. And then assuming coming into the, and then we're just talking about conference championship games. Yeah, I think I think Kirk Herbstreit said it right when he said Ohio State is probably rooting for Alabama because if Absolutely. if Florida beats Alabama mm-hmm. and you have to decide again, and this would not be the first time mm-hmm. that you have a Big Ten champion in Ohio State, yeah. but then a one loss Alabama team, mm-hmm. who the heck do you put in? Yeah. But here's the good thing: Clemson or Notre Dame is going to lose. So, because of that, that's going to shake up that two and three. I th- I think they need they need Clemson to lose because if Notre Dame loses, I don't think they get knocked out of the top four because they've think, already beat that Clemson team once. Yeah, but I think I think they'll look at the fact that they beat them without their starting quarterback, and I think that they'll put in Ohio State, who's a Big Ten champion, over a one loss Notre Dame team, who again, that's a, but that's another national brand you're fighting against. It it, it is, but it's not it. They're not a champion, though. No, they're and not. They wouldn't be a champion. And on top of that, again, they beat this Clemson team without their best player. That's like, you know, someone saying, hey, we beat Ohio State. Well, never mind. Let's not even go there. But <laughs> all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, I think Ohio State needs to root. At the end of the day, they need to root for Alabama. I think that's their, their best shot to make sure that yeah. they're in. I think that if Notre Dame wins, Ohio State will get in over Clemson. Too, yeah, because then so that'll true. be the second yeah, loss. I agree with that. So I think. Regardless, as long as Ohio State does what they're supposed to do and Alabama wins, I think they're in. Yeah. If if Alabama wins, that pretty much – I think that pretty much fixes yeah. it. Yeah, they're in. Them. They're in. But um, if Florida wins, that is going to be one heck of a it's conversation. Gonna, it's going to be a nail-biter yep. in that, that last ranking. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I still think if, if Clemson beats Notre Dame and it's close mm-hmm. – if they blow them out, then all bets are off for me. Which I which I'm predicting. So, but Notre Dame it's played a tougher schedule. I think one more games against ranked teams. I don't think that's debatable. Mm. And they've beat that that Clemson team. Whatever whatever you think of that, mm. they won that game yeah. already. Um, so you would think Notre Dame will get the four seed then? I think I think so. Okay. If but that's if. Um, Florida beats Alabama. Yeah, there's a lot of a um, lot of ifs, man. You know. Yeah. Uh, so next week, I that is going to be a fun Saturday yeah. of football. Yeah. So yeah. Ooh. So wait, if let's let's do the math out. So mm-hmm. let's say Alabama wins. Yep. Florida's out. Yep. Let's out. say 
Notre Dame wins. Clemson's, Clemson's out. out. Ohio State. Who's the fourth team? Uh, so then that becomes a question. Of, I don't think it's Florida because they're a two-loss mm-hmm. team. And they lost to Texas A&M, who's yep. sitting right there. Then it may be, it'll either be A&M or Clemson, barring A&M Even two-loss Clemson? <sighs> what if Iowa State wins the Big 12? Because mm, that would be a one-loss team. Mm-hmm. They would probably get in. You Over A&M? Yeah, because A&M wasn't even in, in the conference championship. Okay. I, I think I think they view they view champions. It's I don't important. Know, I don't know if the Big 12 championship is, has the same weight as a SEC mm. or ACC. This is true. Right now. This is true. That's a tough question. I mean, oh, gosh. Who would I put in? Mm. I mean, of course, I would rather see, like, you know, A&M or, or – not even a, a two loss Clemson team because mm-hmm. uh, then it would be Alabama and Clemson again. Boom, they'll you know that'll be another clash mm-hmm. with those two and then Ohio State and, and um, who would be the the, the three seed? Then it would be probably uh, Ohio State. Would be no, three. yeah, we would be the yeah right, and then Notre Dame I guess would be the two. Mm-hmm. So um, so yeah, that would be. There's a lot of scenarios that yeah. I mean, and just fix it. Just yeah. go to six, and give a team a buy, or go to eight. Or I don't care eight. how you, I don't care how you do but it. We won't see that for another. I think they're in this contract for another three or four years. So, oh, they're contracted to where yeah, it can only be four years. Yeah, four they're Gosh, contracted with the college football player for, I think it's to 2024 or 2025. That can't I be amended? I mean, there can't be, you know. They're, every time somebody brings it up, we're in a contract. We're not changing it. Oh, so man. I don't think they're really interested. And then it, it then there's the ripple effects is the bowl games after that is, okay, yeah. then what do we do about the bowl games if we're doing, you know, essentially a three-round tournament? It's, it becomes a whole thing. Uh, it, it really does. But, I mean, there's there's a – and then there's also then going to be if it's eight, well, then what about the ninth right. team and, and the tenth team? There's okay, always going to be that You got the conference thing. championships, but what about the Power Five schools? Exactly. And how do we work that into this? Oh, and we haven't even talked about UC. <sighs> yeah, I just don't think they're so – It would be so, tough. It, a lot of crazy things. Like, Florida and Alabama would have to lose this week. Ohio State would have to lose. <laughs> Clemson and Notre Dame aren't even playing this week. They're off. And uh, UC doesn't get a chance to play another ranked opponent, which would have been no, they Tulsa. Play Tulsa. Tulsa, they, they play in the in the championship. Well, if it happens, because they're supposed yeah, to play this week. I think they canceled, canceled it so that they could play. Oh, all right, we'll see. They're trying to get it completely nipped out in the next week and a half so that I think they could have played this week. Yeah. And they chose not to just to be like, all right, we need to, we want to ha- at least have a chance. Crazy. If, if crazy stuff happens that we can get in there. Crazy things happen. UC could get there. Can I, can I give a hot take? I'm ready. Uh oh, Tulsa beats. Who? <laughs> I think Tulsa. Listen, be I mean, listen. I wouldn't be surprised. I normally pick against UC in big games because mm-hmm. uh, they normally don't show up. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. I mean, last year it was Memphis, yeah. and it just th- that AAC championship game is just you don't know what's going to happen. Yep, you don't know what's going to happen, and I, you know. I'm a little bit of a homer. Love Tulsa. Uh, My boy Shamari Brooks from Tulsa Union High School is playing there. They're going to have Michael uh, Todd be their uh, motivational speaker before the game. Yeah, they're going to need some help. But, I, you know, UC has looked good but not great this yeah. year, especially against the the better team. So yeah. I think I, I think Tulsa's a good team. Um, so that's my that's my upset pick. All right. Um, if they had played twice, I don't know if I would have had the same prediction because you play a team twice, twice in a row. It's yeah. tough. Yep. It's tough to beat them twice. Yep. Um, so, yeah, it's. Man, it's it's unfortunate we won't get Ohio State Michigan game. Cause, it is because we were going to pounce oh on them God. again. Oh man, it would have been rough. Malcolm, uh, you probably would have wa- walked watch, off. Watch, we would have heard story. Jim Harbaugh's wife is sick with cancer. 
<laughs> and the team comes out inspired. <laughs> they better have found three kids. Yeah, we're and playing they, for three triplets. What's the game at Ohio State? Uh, yeah. And they plant the flag at Ohio State. <laughs> um, that game would have been ugly, Malcolm. So there's not a whole lot of great games this weekend. In fact, nope. There's none really, except one that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, and that's Miami, number 10 versus number 17, Virginia Tech. Miami has had quite no, a it's North Carolina. North Carolina, I'm yep. sorry. Mm-hmm. Yes, North Carolina. Yep. Uh, Miami quietly has had a really good year this year. Only the one loss. Yep. Um, unfortunate that there isn't more games for them to kind of maybe slip into an ACC championship yep. game or yep. or a year where Notre Dame isn't there. They would be in the ACC championship. Yeah, but they game. wouldn't. They wouldn't be Clemson. Probably not. But nope. it'd be fun to watch. Um, Derek King, Sam Howell. Yeah. So this is really. From Miami's standpoint, this is really for bowl position. This could put them in a position to maybe get into a really good New Year's Six Bowl. Right. Um, and be able to showcase that program as they're trying to get back. Miami, we back? Man, bowl games with no fans. That is just going to be. And there's a bunch of bowl games canceled. So Yeah, I mean, why even have them? At this point, you're probably spending more money than you're going to make because ticket sales aren't going to be Well, first there. of all, as a player, I want to go because I get swag bags. Of, of course, yes. all that stuff. I'm going to the Vizio Bowl so I can get me a 45-inch television. If that happens, <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, gosh. I feel bad for the kids that don't get to go to the Bahamas Bowl, though. Yeah, like, that Bob- would have been great. Bobcats have been there. Um, yeah. That's a great bowl game to be able to go to. <laughs> yeah. Hey, where are you guys spending your uh, winter break? Oh, uh, the Bahamas for the bowl mm-hmm. game. Thank you. Um so who do you who do you think pulls this one out? Um, I'll go with Miami. Uh, it looks like they're at home, and uh, like you said, they've been playing well. North Carolina has had a lot of winnable games that they mm-hmm. have to slip away, um, and I think that will probably happen again. And so I'm going to go with Miami. Sorry, y'all having food delivered, and of course they ring the doorbell when they're not supposed to. Yep, um, Rico, he, I'm hungry, Dad. <laughs> That's my dog Rico. Everybody say hi to Rico because Rico is saying hi to you. Yes, he is. Um, I want to pick North Carolina, but they've just been, like you said, they've lost some tight games. They're still a young team. Yep. I think next year is the year that we really look at them and, and mm-hmm. see them really be able to compete, especially yep. as Clemson is probably not as good as, as they have been in the past. Yep. Um, and Miami loses their quarterback, but Derek King has just been a monster. He this has been year. very good. Um, and they've, I would love to have seen this team at full strength because they had some people that opted out. Uh, before the season on that defense that was really good last year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, De'Aaron King, I think, I think they might be a little bit too much for the Tar Heels this time. Yep. Um, but look out for both of these teams next year. If Miami can find another quarterback, whether it's transfer portal or yep. recruiting, Miami looks to be Manny Diaz looks like he might be developing something down if there. If they could have gotten Peyton Ramsey for, for like next year, like that would have been a huge pickup, but there's going to be, there's going to be names out yeah, there. Absolutely. I just don't know, you know, which names yeah. and then, <laughs> will be there. You know, if there's any big coaching changes, there might be some recruits changing. Right. Changing around or players if transferring. If Indiana's coach leaves, Michael Pinnock. But where would he go? I don't know. Where would he go? I have no idea. But he's he's built a decent yeah, little Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's going to leave there. I think he – I mean, you saw – um, their win last week, me and Ian talked about it. We actually predicted them beat yep. Wisconsin last Absolutely. week. Yep. Um, after the game, the emotions and oh, yeah. everything is there. You, he really – loves this team and I think there's a really a connection between them yeah. and they've got a quarterback if you've got a quarterback in any any team in any conference you've got a shot yeah for sure um, and it's just you know I think you know because I say we say that about a lot of coaches and then a lot of money is flash in their face and they're like yeah. all right guys I love y'all but uh you know yeah. so it's just like I don't know if he's going to be a name that but he's an older coach too that, he is that an makes older a difference coach. and so I don't know if 
you know, people will want to grab him because of what he's done in Indiana. Mm-hmm. Or if I was him, I'd probably stay too. Look, mm-hmm. you built something here. Yeah. You probably won't go somewhere and be that successful yet. You're, you're probably not going to a good team. No, if you're probably Indiana. not. You know, go to Boston College or Syracuse or something like yeah. that where they're, you're terrible, mm-hmm. right? So that's a good point. He, he, he may stay. Um, yeah. So let's switch gears to NBA. Um, I feel like the season just football. ended. That was just like one game, and that was it. That's like, it. There's no, there's no good matchups. Just we were going to talk about Ohio State, Michigan. That's not happening. LSU, Florida. Maybe, maybe that'll be interesting. Uh, we'll see. I don't think so. <laughs> LSU has been quite disappointing, and now they're not going to a bowl game. Self imposed, and yeah. the they're not good. So, congratulations to you guys for picking a good year to do that. Congratulations, uh, Bo Pelini. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, Bo Pelini. Oh. You wish you were back in Youngstown State. Probably not. He's probably getting paid quite a bit. Oh yeah. But, I mean, he may not be getting that payment anymore. Maybe. You know, he may be Maybe, fired. You know, you don't know what kind of guarantees he has in his contract. Probably none. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about NBA and the big headline. James Harden mm. is not happy. Um, and I think anyone that's saying otherwise is lying to you. Um, has not reported. Uh, I think the last report is that he is in Houston and is going through um, COVID protocols. Yeah. Um, I think they say he need to have five or six negative tests before he can join the team. Six, six straight. Um, yep. So Steven Silas over the last week has been saying, oh, he's coming tomorrow or oh, he's coming tonight. <laughs> and then more pictures of James Harden partying in L.A. and Las Vegas. Oh, gosh. Um, so it looks like he's finally showing up, but I think he also was trying to send a message. What kind of message is he trying to send to the Rockets, Keith? Uh, I mean, that he wants out, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Um it's unfortunate because I would like to see him play with John Wall. I think that would be fun, but uh, I think fun for who though? <laughs> I, it would just be fun for fans to watch. Yeah. You know, I think it'd be interesting just to see those two try to play together. But yeah, I think it, the message is clear that the handwriting is on the wall. If, if you would, you know, say that. So, um, I mean, he's entertaining other, you know, other teams outside of the original Brooklyn Nets, which mm-hmm. would have been interesting. But again, as we've talked about on this pod, we just don't know how it's going to make sense for any of these teams financially mm-hmm. um, to to make that happen. You know, I someone said the Golden State Warriors, which first of all it made me like almost want to cuss. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, there's no way that they get him without giving up Steph or Clay. They're have to give up probably. I mean, f- for the money reasons, you got to give one. Of, you got to give Clay. I can't yep. imagine they would want Draymond, and they're not trading Steph. Nope. Um, so Clay would have to be a part of the deal, and and why do that? Why give up Clay Thompson? And why would Houston want that? Right, exactly. And why would I give up Clay Thompson? Who, when he's healthy, I'd rather have Clay than James Harden. But that's a yeah, but that's a big question mark. Well, it, it the situation I think matters. Yeah, Clay Thompson is in no way, shape, or form a number one option. James no. Harden absolutely is. Absolutely, so it, it would depend on my team. Obviously, yes, I'm would. not building a team around Clay Thompson. No, saying, Clay, take the offer. Right, like, be I'm, the guy. I can't do that. No. Um, but, but for this roster, yes. And then the health for Clay is now going to be a question mark. Yes, he's coming off the not just the Achilles, but now the, the not just the knee, but now the Achilles too. Yep. And those two injuries back to back, having not played what will be for two straight, two straight years, years and he's yeah. a year older. Yep. Um, is he going to be the same player? I have a hard time believing that he'll be the same. He'll still be good because he could shoot. But and I think, defend. But I think the defensive end is where the drop-off is mm. going to be. That quick, okay. that lateral quickness, yeah. um, cumulative effect of both of those injuries. I just don't know if he'll ever be the same. So mm. 
Houston you, you calling it like a Carson Palmer? Like he'll never be the same? Like after Carson's ACL injury, he was just never the same. I, I would say with this, these combination of injuries and his age, he, I don't think he's going to be the same. Mm. He, and he's he's going to be older. So it's he will like, be older. He wasn't going to be the same anyway. Yeah. So I, I just don't see why, why Houston would want to take on that risk yeah. when you can get players that are actually healthy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you said, the message is clear. He wants out. He's yep. wanted out. I predicted that he wouldn't get traded in the offseason. I thought it was too short of a time. Um, and Houston's going to do everything they can to be like, just come here and play, and maybe yeah. you'll feel better. Yep. And James is like, I feel better out here in Las Vegas with little baby instead of being with you. <laughs> um, but there's going to have to be a team that comes in out of nowhere that has an offer because unless unless Houston really wants Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid, one of those two guys or something like, unless there's a player that they and have identified. They get- do they give up Ben Simmons to get him? I don't know how you get him otherwise. You need because you you need money. You need forty million dollars in money. It has to be one of those guys to make the salaries match. I oh, and if man. I'm Houston, who else do I want on that roster? I mean, yeah, I mean that that's the that's the thing, right? Like, who does Philly give Ben Simmons? If I'm if I'm Philly, I'd think about it. Depending on you know they could. That's why the, I think they're going to start the season out with what they have. See what they have. If the if the Joel and beat Ben Simmons thing just doesn't fit, then I think you'll look and see how that deal could work. Because then Houston gets a young asset in yep. Ben Simmons, who's yep. under team control for the next, I believe, four years. Yeah, they just signed but then they have Ben Simmons and John Wall. Yeah. Okay, but I'd rather have the younger piece. If if my option is to have Karis Levert, Spencer Dinwiddie, or Ben Simmons in a trade for James Harden, I'm probably going to go Ben Simmons just because I don't think Karis Levert and Spencer Dinwiddie are going to be. Have any chance of being superstars? Yeah, and they're not, and we we know they're not giving up Harris. So, yeah, no, not with that. No, I don't think so. So, and Harris, even Harris is not going to be a, a star. Yeah, no, no. So, um, but they paid him really well. They did, they did. But so I, they, they're eventually going to have to do something because it's, I think it's pretty clear James doesn't want to be there. Yep. And especially if that team is not good, or he starts, you know, does the whole oh my back hurts, I can't play this week, or my ankle hurts, or I need to take a couple weeks off, like. At some point, they're going to have to make a deal. And go play baseball, you know. <laughs> yeah, I've I'm I'm, I'm decided to go finish my degree oh during my the season. Oh, my goodness. Yep. <laughs> um, so, wh- do you think he gets traded during the season? Um, yes, during the season, I do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Any, now, any specific team you think of? Maybe Philly. I mean, now that you, you say, you you know, talk about Ben Simmons and, uh, you know, I don't know what else, what else will in, be included in that package, mm-hmm. um, but that would be interesting. I don't think Brooklyn's going to be able to give up enough uh, to get him. So I'm I'm crossing them off the list because they're not giving KD or Kyrie. <laughs> well, if, Ky- if Kyrie, I don't know. <laughs> they might want to give up Kyrie. <laughs> but they won't because K- that's KD's boy. It is. So yeah. that's Unless, not- you know, things don't, like, as well as things, if the season starts off and they get off to a slow start, or him, him and KD have a Draymond Green oh, yelling gosh. match, and he's like, get this guy out of here. Right, right. Um, yeah, I don't I don't see anyone else that, you know, would offer anything. Because, I mean, Boston would be interesting, but they're not giving up their young talent that they have. Oh, yeah, Jason Taylor was not. I mean, here's the th- here's what I'll say. If Boston comes and says, Let's start at Jalen Brown. Yep, that's what we have to start at. Then I might, I might. Okay, what else can we put together? Yep, because Jalen Brown. If you look at the players that they could possibly get in this trade, yep, you want a guy at a minimum can be an All Star caliber player. Absolutely, and I Absolutely. think Jalen Brown still has that potential to yeah, be that type does. of guy. He does. Um, 
And so, are you going to get a better player than Jalen Brown in a trade with somebody else? I don't know. Other than Ben Simmons, I don't know if it may have to be Kimba and Jalen. Which you're giving up a lot yeah. to get a James Harden, who's a number one guy, and his he's only got two years left on his contract. Two years left, so that means you're really going all in for two years because mm-hmm. you're probably not going to give him those super max, you mm-hmm. know, after those two years. And then who is your point guard and all that? Are you going to, you know, go and get some minimum guys at that point? Mm-hmm. Like what would that look like? So that would be interesting, though. Mm-hmm. It would be interesting if they say, "Hey, we'll take Kimba and we'll take you know uh, Jalen. You, you get James Harden." Yeah. It could be interesting. Yeah. Or does a team that just has a bunch of young assets and draft picks yeah. just throw caution to the wind, throw everything they can at Houston right. just to get a shot at him? So that's, but I think what we have to remember, especially with the Anthony Davis thing, was that Anthony wanted to go, Anthony AD wanted to go to one team. Yep. And even though probably the Lakers deal wasn't the best for New Orleans, it's the only team that he really seemed like he wanted to resign with. Yep. And so does the similar situation happen here where nobody wants to touch this because they're going to have to give so much yep. and he probably won't come back at the end of his contract. Yep. So, well, I mean, hey, I actually think New Orleans got some good pieces from L.A. They did. Um, it's uh, the big dude, lengthy dude. Brandon, um, Brandon Ingram. Ingram. I don't know why his name was not, you know, I want to say Melvin Ingram, but you know, that's a football <laughs> player. Anyways, um, but yeah, I mean, he's going to be really good. Really, really good. Now they've got Zion. They've they've got pieces. Yeah, they've got some pieces. Lonzo is, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. Josh Hart is, okay, whatever. Good uh, shooter. And then draft picks, which won't be good, but... Um. Yeah, it wasn't the best. I, I I don't think it was. It was a good deal. They've got a lot of a lot of young assets, a lot of draft picks. Yes, but I, they could have got I think better younger players or even better draft picks than what they got from the from the Lakers and other places. But nobody was willing to give exactly it up. Exactly right. So, so you got to take. Key. You know, if you, you don't lose him and not get anything, yeah. you but might as well take, out. Right, take something. Yeah. So well, that's that's it. So let's talk about some NBA breakout players. Preseason games actually start tomorrow or Friday, I believe. This is crazy. It is nuts, um, but I love it. Of um, course you do. NBA breakout candidates this year. Last year we saw Brandon Ingram, Ingram pick, take a big step. Absolutely. Um, Devin Booker took a big, yes, big step last year. Yes, Luka Doncic, I think, cemented his place as a superstar, Absolutely. especially in the bubble. If, um, if he gets a great shot. Um, Jamal Murray in the bubble as well, I think, raised his stock. So who are the candidates this year for guys you're looking at to make that next step? Um, There's a couple names that come to mind. Um, I think DeAndre Ayton is one. I think he had that same name. He really (laughs) I mean, and I mean, talk about I I think there's a little bit of pressure, though, Mm -hmm. because now you have Chris Paul and people are thinking like, man, this Phoenix team, they could be a seven, eight seed. Mm -hmm. Like, so I think for him, he's going to have to rise to the occasion, be that what they take him number one overall. Mm -hmm. Um, When I was telling them, they probably should have taken Luca. But, you know, anyways, Mm -hmm. um, it worked out for them because they still have Devin Booker and now they have Chris Paul. So um, I think he's one name that really, really has to step up. And I'm I'm looking at uh, Shea uh, Gildress Alexander. Okay. Um, I think he played really well in the bubble. Yeah. Um, and now they don't have Chris Paul. They're going to need someone like him to step up. I think he'll rise to the occasion for OKC. Yeah, I like, I like Shea. And yep. I had uh, DeAndre in on my list, too. Yes. I think Chris Paul is going to make the game even easier for DeAndre. Aiden. He should. <laughs> uh, and I think Aiden is starting to show that he can defend a, enough at that center position. Not, yeah. a, not a big 
not great shot blocker (laughs) or anything like that but he's he's he knows i think he's learning how to play defense a lot better yep um and chris paul you know historically has done well with centers yep uh you look at guys like tyson chandler that pick and um, roll man um, i think he could really really help him out and so now him being probably the third option on that team i think it's going to open up things for him even more it's going to really help devin booker absolutely devin booker is just going to be so DeAndre Ayton with the tension on the on the guards, yep. I think he's going to have an opportunity to really have some good space for him. And then a, a young guy that I really like, uh, Wendell Carter Jr. in Chicago. Mm. They brought in Billy Donovan last mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Um, their coach really, for whatever reason, just did not trust Wendell Carter to play. Yep. And I think he has the opportunity to be one of those good defensive rim protecting bigs and a guy who could stretch the floor, yeah. which I think is perfect to go next to Laurie Marketing. And I think Billy Donovan is going to help develop him and make him um, a really good player. And their first round pick is going to be pretty solid as well. Uh, Patrick Williams. Yes. Uh-huh. So, um, so I, I, I look for both, both of those bigs to have big gears. Now let's talk about to fall off. We won't say mm. washed. Mm. But we'll say fall off. I have some candidates, one of which is I'm not as, it's not as fun without Ian here, so I won't go there. But I, I think Draymond Green is a big fall off candidate. Mm. Um played a lot of minutes, a lot of injuries. We're Woo. starting to see he's not quite the elite Draymond, especially defensively, and the shooting just really hasn't been the same the last two or three years. Um so I think this year we could see another dip and then I think really next year is gonna be where he's gonna kinda not be that elite player that that oh, that uh, Golden State needs. That would be so um. great. <laughs> oh, y'all, listen, three one fans. If you guys don't know anything about me, uh, Joakim Noah, I could not stand him, and I put Draymond in that same category. I could not stand Draymond. They're on a category for me of guys you hate when they're not on your team, but yes. when he's on your team, yep. he's one of your favorite players outside the Clippers this yeah. year because you know Joakim Noah just did nothing for them. So. Um, and then. And then my other one is uh, Victor Oladipo. Um, mm. I think the injuries are going to start take a toll. I think he's still a productive player, but he's not that all star level player that we've seen in the last um, three or four years. Yeah, um, I think the last couple of years you've seen him not quite get there, and in the bubble he just wasn't quite right. Yeah. And they're coming back quickly from the for, from this year. Sure are. Um, so I still think he could be you know a sixteen to seventeen point a game guy but he's not going to be the 23 24 points a game that we were looking at mm. um and then you know he's I, I believe he's a free agent this year so going into a contract year he could be a, a not an elite level free agent but somebody that could help a team that that is in the middle and needs a, another solid two or three option hmm well then, um, I mean shoot if I'm any team I'd love to have Victor Oladipo honestly um but I think one name that I am concerned about, especially after he just got all this money, is Fred Van Vliet. Mm. Uh, I liked parts of him in the bubble, mm-hmm. but then when he played against really tough competition, yeah. um, his size became an issue. Yeah. You know, his shots were easily being blocked. Um, and now, like, you get all this money, there comes pressure because there is yeah. a lot of expectations. And he's not a guy that creates a lot of shots. Mm-hmm. He's a good shooter, a decent passer, not a great defender. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he's one that I'm concerned about, you know, taking a step back. And then also Chris Middleton. Mm. I think he could take a step back this year. I mean, I didn't love what I saw from the bubble from yeah. him either. And I think Milwaukee really missed that that guy to make um, some some big plays. So uh, those are my guys that I'm concerned about. I'm not going to say they will take a step back, but I think they have the a great potential too. Yeah. I think the Middleton thing is interesting. I mean, he struggled a little bit in the, in the bubble, particularly in their last series because 
Giannis got hurt and he had to be the number one guy. Yeah, for which sure. He yeah. is not, I mean, he's, he's a really solid player, really good player, but yep. not, he's not a guy that you want to go to and run your offerings. Nope. Offerings Just like we talked about with Clay. He's yeah. not, you know. Great complimentary piece, not yep. a guy you're going to be like, all right, late in the game, I need you to get this bucket. Like, but I mean, he was an all-star too, though, yeah. which was interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, yeah, man. So the other guy I have on my list. Uh, Ian's not here to defend him. Uh-oh. So, I think Razor Rondo's gonna have a drop off. Oh, he's Malcolm. In, he's in that, He's first of all, he's old, y'all. He he's is, old. Old, but he played so well he in did, the bubble. But he was on the Lakers, yes, and now he he's in Atlanta. Yeah, but Atlanta got some good pieces. They don't have anything close to LeBron James they or Anthony not. Davis. Of course not. Um, and so I think you know, I I don't know if he'll be bad, but if you're expecting bubble Rajon in Atlanta. I think we need to like let's let's manage some expectations here. <laughs> oh man, let's manage, and he's not he's not going to get a whole bunch of minutes. Trey Young is 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 going to play the bulk of those minutes. Um, so I I think there's going to be a fall off. Just and I think a lot of it has got to do with the team around him. It's not it's not the Lakers. They're not going to be a, a a championship contender. So I think you know there may be some weeks that we've seen Rondo. He can get moody if you're not winning. Yeah, you know you know another name I'm concerned about Gordon Hayward. Yeah. Yeah, mm, he gets this money, uh, which I would not have paid him. I think this is the last year that he can be, the last year that we could start wondering if maybe he still has it after yeah. this year. If he doesn't do it after this year, then I think it's he is what he is at yeah, this point. He ain't got it anymore, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm concerned about him, and I'm also concerned about a couple players from Boston. Mm. Tristan Thompson, I don't know. Yeah, it's a lot of miles. He's it's got a lot, lot of, miles. of miles, and that's an up tempo type of offense. Mm-hmm. He can't really score that well, except in a pick and roll. But they don't need him to. I mean, th- this is true. They mm-hmm. don't. They really need him for his, his rebounding and, and defense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm concerned about him, and I'm concerned about Kimball Walker. Yeah, he was yeah, that's not knees. pretty. The, not the really knees, great. and he's and he, he's going to miss the beginning of the year. The yep. Year after getting uh, his knee, I believe he got a scope, so he won't be available till January yep. at, at the at the earliest. Um, so that's, I mean, and that's sad for Kemba because he was so durable in Charlotte, really carried that team, even yep. at, even the years that they barely make it into the playoffs. It was because of Kemba carrying that team. Yep. And so now to be in a position where he could play meaningful basketball on a good team, yep. and now his body, you see, kind of starting to break mm-hmm. down a little bit. So I'm rooting for him, but I, it doesn't look good with the knee injuries that he has. And then it's a short, short offseason. He didn't have a lot of time to recover, to heal, get ready. So it's, I think there's going to be this, this early part of the year. Um, they're gonna have to, and, and throughout this year, they're gonna do a lot of load management. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of load ma- management, particularly with teams that were in the bubble. Um, these guys are the Lakers. I don't think the I don't think Anthony Davis and LeBron James are gonna play one minute of preseason basketball. Why and why? Um, why even do it? Why even? And then early in the year, I mean, I think they might. I think they might open the year like against the Clippers. They might play big yeah. in that game, but I, I think they've really gotta. These teams are really gonna have to manage minutes. Um and ramp up kind of especially the the teams that you kind of know are going to be there they're going to have to ramp up now the the lower teams you know the teams that are fighting for seventh eighth you know six seventh eight i think they're gonna obviously have to come out a little bit stronger but i think you're gonna see guys like Kawhi, lebron um maybe even jason tatum zion paul george paul george those those guys guys. are going to get a slow ramp up so that they're ready in prime position in playoffs and not really run down yep um but it's a lot of time. Preseason is just starting, which is so bizarre. Um, but we'll have plenty of time to talk about NBA. We got playoffs that we're going to be watching um, for our uh, games with playoff implications yes. in college football and then playoff implications in the NFL. NFL yeah. It's the most wonderful time of the year, guys. It's great. It's wonderful. Oh, football. Um, it. So before we leave, we're going to do some parting words. Oh, man. 
Keith, give us your parting words and don't say vote. Uh, well, we, we've already done it. Um, <laughs> I want to give a shout out to Ron Rivera. Um, my goodness, watching you, you know, struggle through the, you know, cancer treatments and you're just looking like a champ. And in all of that, you're building something in Washington. Um, these guys trust you. Um, and I think they bring you in for a good reason. Um, it is great to watch and it's encouraging to watch, you know, um, you continue to lead through your adversity that you're struggling through. Um, so shout outs to you. But then also, let me just say, Floyd Mayweather, what in the world are you doing? You're about to fight Logan Paul. And I mean, at first I thought it was a joke. Like, okay, this, you know, and then I seen Floyd actually post it and I just, why? I like. Do you need this money? Like all the money that you've made, it's got to be money. I, I just don't understand. Like, are you like have are your bills out of this world to where you just keep got you got to have you know money continuously coming in because all the money you've made over your illustrious career, where you were undefeated, should should you know substantiate you and your family for a good while. So what is this about? Spending. He spends a lot. Of Could money. y'all imagine? If Logan Paul just got one lucky shot, and Logan Paul is much bigger than him, much heavier than him, if he takes one hard hit and just it knocks him down or out, that would just ruin the rest of his career. So Floyd, I don't know what I don't know what's going on with you, brother. I don't know, but you need to figure something out quick. This is not a fight that you need. I just that's all I got, honestly. I mean, you know. These Paul brothers just continuously making money. Just, I mean, you know, Nate Robinson is forever just RIP. No. I can't just, say nothing. I can't say much else, but Floyd, what are you doing, bro? What are you doing? Crazy. Back to you, Mel. Crazy. Crazy. Um, I actually want to do a shout out to a sport we don't talk about very often. Uh-oh. And it's soccer. Um, oh, I thought you were about to say baseball. Okay. Uh, no, <laughs> we are not talking about baseball. <laughs> they will not be getting my part anyway. Oh, First man. of all, I want to shout out to the Columbus crew. Made mm. it to the MLS Cup final. Um, if you guys don't know a lot of the story about the Columbus crew, we almost lost the crew this, uh, this Correct. past summer. Correct. Um, almost moved the, the owner almost took the team and moved them to, I believe Texas, but the Haslam family came in, stepped in, um, and bought the team. We were able to keep the team here. We're getting a new stadium in downtown Columbus, which I'm really excited about. It's going to be great for the team. And then this year they fight their way to the, to the MLS cup final. Are you going to go to a game? In the new stadium, yes. Oh, I can't. I cannot. You that new heard sta- it here, ladies and gentlemen. I've Malcolm been, but is I've, going to a soccer game. I've been to th- two or three crew games, and you enjoyed it. Yeah, it was fun. Okay, yeah, it's fun. And this new stadium looks amazing. Yeah, amazing. Um, so shout out to the Columbus crew, and then I want to make a shout out to. Uh, excuse me for not knowing how to say these names, but British team PSG, and I believe this is uh, it's called Istanbul Bukarua, something like that. Mm. Um, they were playing a game yesterday, and a ref used a slur in reference mm-hmm. to the behavior of one of the players. Yep. The teams walked off, yep. refused to play the rest of the game. They got four new officials. They came in. The teams came together, kneeled. Um, I don't know if it was during the anthem or whatever they did at the beginning of the game. Kneeled, even um, as separate teams together, in unity in that's support amazing. of this happening. I, didn't, I haven't um, heard the story yet. That's awesome. Yeah, I was actually watching something about it on ESPN today. And so I was just really excited to see um, these teams standing up for what is right. Absolutely. You know, um, even if you're, it's not your teammate, you want to stand up for um, for all players. And so shout out, shout out to those teams. Yeah, um, that's awesome. Sorry, I don't know their names better, but I don't really watch soccer like that. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah. But shout out to those Columbus crew, uh, PSG, and Istanbul Bukarua, sorry if I'm saying your name wrong, probably am because I didn't look it up. Um, well, 
Oh yeah That is it For this week A two in one special Four um, shoot, I'm messing up this outro really bad. Guys. It's all right. I, I mean, Ian we we not being over. here, you I know. know. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Um, in Columbus, Ohio, yes. by way of Cincinnati. Yes. Keith Turner Jr. Uh, you can still call me the Black Adam Schefter. <laughs> even though I lost him in fantasy this week. It's all right. Oh, da, 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 da. And also in the capital city, by way of several other places, they call him the Black James Brown. It's Malcolm oh Morgan. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Three in One Podcast. We'll see you all next time. Go Bucks. <laughs>